Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in episode 117. What's right with Nick Wright? Our wildcard weekend gambling show. The weekend that we reset the record back to zero. We look back on how we did. And first, we must recap week 18, where, you know, sometimes I've got to say, Demonze, I even impress myself. <laughs> the goal, as always, is to be profitable. The the underlying goal is always to not make this whole thing look ridiculous. And going into the final week of the season, we were six games under 500 and we had a chance of looking ridiculous. And so, you know, I took a big risk. I went against a lot of my principles. And we said we're going to bet every game on the board with the caveat of the Bills and the Bengals because when we had were recording Last week's show, we didn't yet know if they were going to be replaying their game. We did that, So we left that out. So we had 14 games. So we needed to go 10 and 4 to finish at 500. We needed to go 11 and 3, 78% against the spread, almost impossible to finish above 500. Blue Duck Media team who produces this podcast and YouTube show. Show us last week's results. <laughs> 10 and 4. Oh, that's 11 and 3. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's the first seven games. That's 6 and 1. We can go through them. Kansas City minus 9.5 at Vegas. Never it out. Atlanta minus 4 against Tampa. That one confused old Demonze. Came down the next morning. He was like, I don't get this line at all. I was like, yeah, I don't think Tampa's going to play their starters that long. Tampa jumped out 7-0. It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Took the starters out. Atlanta covers. Miami, we got them plus one against the Jets. That line moved all the way to Miami minus three and a half. But that would have covered anyway, thanks to a safety on the final play of the game. If you had the Jets plus three and a half. Oh, my goodness gracious. Jacksonville minus six against Tennessee. Didn't cover. Minnesota, minus seven and a half against Chicago. We told you Chicago was trying to win, get the number one pick. Is it, how could they How could they compete? Carolina, plus three and a half against New Orleans. I honestly don't know who won that game. I just know it was 10-7. No, D Carolina won. Darnold was terrible. They won anyway, 10-7. to 7. 
Darnold's quarterback rating in that game was 2.8. 2.8, and they won. For the record, I like to remind people of this, you get a quarterback rating of 39.6 for spiking the football. His was 2.8. Pittsburgh minus 2.5 against Cleveland. We knew Tomlin in a must-win situation against the Browns. He was going to show up. So that's 6-1. and one. Show us the next seven picks, if you would, please. Indy, minus 2.5 against Houston. That's a loser. That's a loser because they converted a 4th and 12 and then a 4th and 20 to get in the end zone, or that would have been a winner. Giants, plus 14 against Philly. They lost by 6. Onside kick at the end of the game. Or did they lose by 8? I'm not sure. 6, 8, 7, doesn't matter. They covered. Dallas, minus 7 half against Washington. Oh, we were on the wrong side of that one. That was a laugher. It was 26 to 6. Washington, they covered by 27 and a half points. Doesn't matter. Just one loss. Denver minus two and a half against the Chargers. How right were we about this one? We said we think Denver can win outright because the Chargers are going to play their backups. The Chargers, because they're a bunch of dopes, played their starters almost the whole way. Denver won outright anyway. San Francisco minus 14 against Arizona. We said they're going to annihilate the Cardinals. First play of the game. Cardinals trick play touchdown. Oh, my God. They're up 7 nothing. Doesn't matter. They rolled them. Rams plus 6.5 against Seattle. That game goes to overtime. Detroit plus 5.5 against Green Bay. They win outright. That puts our record on the year to 50-48-2. Now, because we're fair on this, was that profitable? Not when you incorporate the VIG, right? We would have won 50 units. We would have lost. Let me do the math here. 52.8 units because you got to do the 10% on your losses. So a down 2.8 units technically with the VIG. But given the fact that we bet these things on Thursday, we don't have full information. Finishing above 500 is sensational. One last thing because we're about to get our, to our season wrapped and then we'll get to the shows. I've got a, because to be fair, we had been updating this throughout the year and I'll do it much more quickly this this time. Go through our preseason bets. Baltimore, we had over 10 and a half. They finished at 10. That's a shame. The Lamar injury really hurt us, so that's a loss. Indy, over nine and a half, not even close. That's a loss. Jacksonville, over six and a half, winner. Kansas City, over 10 and a half, winner. New England, under eight and a half. Oh, they came through in the end for us in a big way. Winner. Giants under seven and a half, loser. So we're three and three. San Francisco over nine and a half, strong over, winner by a mile. Tampa Bay, our single favorite bet of the year was the Tampa Bay under 11 and a half. They won eight games. So that's five and three in our preseason win total bets. We feel good about that. Make miss playoff bets. Cleveland miss playoffs winner. Denver miss playoffs winner. New England misses playoffs winner. Denver was plus money. Cleveland, New England were minus money. Our two make-miss playoffs um, parlays, we were close on this one. Minus 105 was the action on New England, Atlanta, the Jets, and Seattle to miss the playoffs. Seattle got in, so that's a loser. Uh, Kansas City, Baltimore, Indy, and San Francisco to all make the playoffs. That was plus 440. That's a loser. So we on the make-miss playoff bets, we had two losers, three winners. That's profitable. And our season-long bet, Kansas City and San Francisco to be in the Super Bowl at 50-1. to It's still a lot. So five and three in season win totals, profitable. 
three and two and make missed playoff bets profitable, very profitable because we had plus money on a couple of them and we'll see on the 50 to one. So our preseason bets were profitable. Our regular season finished above 500. And now, Demonze, sorry that you haven't been able to talk yet, but I'm so excited before we get to these picks. What are we doing here? 11 and 3. So like how Spotify has this like rap thing where it does a little recap. Of yeah, and subscribe to this pod on Spotify and iTunes and everywhere. Go ahead. Yeah, they did a, a little seasonal recap for you, a little rap version by the oh, producers in L.A. Let me see. Uh, so first off, we've got, I don't know if we're showing, probably not showing. I'm yeah, sorry. we're showing it right there. Graphics. All right, so uh, best picks. We got divisional games, 27 and 12. Ooh. Ooh, hold, hold on, let's 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 let's, okay, let's marinate in this for a moment it. because this is, <laughs> you know, why that divisional games twenty seven and twelve means something to me, right? Let's talk about this playoff weekend for just a moment. Miami Buffalo is a divisional game. Cincinnati Baltimore is a divisional game. Seattle San Francisco is a divisional game. So three of our six games this weekend are divisional games and twenty seven and twelve. What's that? 20 times 2.5, so 54. So we're at 69% against the spread in divisional games. I did that math Sounds like head. Patrick Mahomes. What's that? Oh, it's completion percentage? Uh, what do you mean? Well, Sounds I actually like guess Patrick Mahomes' percentage is a little bit higher. No, no, that. 69% is almost exactly right. What's 27 over divisional the Divisional games? Oh, my God. That's this. What, what percentage is that, Demonte? 69, exactly. 69.2. God, that. I like when I do stuff like that. 27, 12, 69%. What's next? So next we got Road Dogs, 25, 14, and 1. So Road Dogs, again, we can do 62.5% against the spread. 25 plus 14 plus 1 is 4. Yeah, 62.5%. All right. So Road Dogs we like. Yeah. Divisional games we like. Keep that in mind for our six picks. That, by the way, I should have said this at the top of the show. We're picking every playoff game. We have a lifelong dream of going undefeated in the playoffs. They made it harder. You used to only have to get 11 games right. Now you have to get 13 games right because they added the teams. By the way, fun fact for anybody out there, no matter the format, uh, any single elimination tournament, I don't care if it's the NCAA tournament, I don't care if it's the playoffs, any single elimination tournament, you now you can quickly figure out uh, how many games are going to be played in the whole tournament, however many teams are in it, minus one. Because everybody's got to lose at least once, except for the champion. So a 68-team NCAA field, you know how many games there are? 67. A 14-team NFL playoffs, you know how many games there are? 13. All right, go ahead, next. Uh, Fading victor, undefeated. Oh, that's unfair. Vic rallied. Vic Vic was, you know, yeah, show Vic, it's unfair. I wouldn't have let them put that on there. You had a, a, you, you know, you were, I think you were sandbagging us, Vic. Vic's, you know, first weekend, I think it was 0 for 5, but then he rallied. So that's no problem. All right, next. Yeah, same game parlay plus 32K. That was the highlight of the gambling season. Yeah. That, and and that moment sharing that bet with you and oh, your yeah, reaction. Yeah, huge bet. Yeah, the, the, I mean, that's exactly what it was. It was, it was 800 bucks at 40 to 1. All right, next. Uh, betting NFC East teams, you are 9 and 2. Okay. All right. So those are my top picks. I feel like the, the opposite's coming. On the old Spotify wrapped ripoff we're doing here. What's next? Worst picks uh, coming in at number one is one and seven versus the Jags. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the question that I would have here. Versus the and Jags. I, the, well, one and seven involving the Jags. And I don't know about this crying emoji, the graphic they have of me. Yes, I was bad picking the Jags singularly. 
But overall, I think I'm the rightest man in America about the Jags. Before the year, I said they could win the division. I bet them to make the playoffs, and I bet them to win nine games. That's right, right all along. All right, what's next? Except for when it comes to winning money. Okay, shut up. Six what's and next? 11 on the right move. Yeah, you know what I've decided, by the way? <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. I, uh, it's like picking your ch- amongst your children. Like, you have to pick a favorite. You're going to get it wrong. All my picks are, I love them all equally. I was Great bad analogy. on my locks on TV. I was bad on the right move on uh, this podcast. They're All the picks are equal value to me. I'm not doing that anymore. Next. Okay. Uh, t- 12 and 18 for home favorites. Mm. Okay. 20, 28 and two in early windows. All right. I don't, you know what? That, that's meaningless to me. The early window thing. I just think that's random. The, if I'm 20, 28 and two in early windows and I finish the year 40, 48 and two overall, I guess that means I'm 30 and 20 in the non one o'clock window, which is, I guess, maybe noteworthy. But I'm not sure. And what is this Actually, final bullet point? Wait, 18 and 10 in the late window. Oh, no. I was confused. No, uh, no, no. Because I'd, d- I'd be I, 20, 28, and 2 in the early games. And I, oh, copy. You yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? So that would be 30 tw- and 20 in the late games. You Go know, ahead. honestly, guys, I thought when we put early windows, we were talking about like games where we bet early in the line value increase or something. Oh, so no, no, no. I think they mean the one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Games. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, oh, and 17 when claiming it smells. <laughs> it's not that funny. Oh, and 17 when claiming it smells like five and oh. That is that funny. That's not that funny. That's freaking hilarious. Okay, it's not that funny. I didn't have any five and oh weeks. Okay. This was not the, the but you know what? Maybe that means I'm going to have a six and oh week this week. That's first of all. Second of all, I had no oh and five weeks. They just cancel each other out. Wait, what? You got I didn't have an oh and five. Matt, correct us if I'm wrong. There's no way I had, had a no one. You had a I one had, and four. No, I had a Never couple. I think I might have had two one and fours. Right. I, had, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if you, no, zero oh and five. Yeah, no, no, zero oh oh and five. You got to contemplate retirement. With the uh, if you flip a coin, the uh, odds of getting it wrong five straight times is one in thirty-two. So I'm not going zero oh and five. Are we throwing shots at Vic right now? I told you, Vic was sandbagging. <laughs> Vic, Vic was wanting us off his scent. He didn't want us to follow his bets. Vic, I'm with you. They're being rude to you, and I don't think it's nice. All right, we got more of these? Uh, yeah, so we got clairvoyant here. Like Jacksonville, better in London games, 1-0. and Oh, undefeated in London games. I oh. like that. Okay. And which one was it? Was it, the, it was the Seattle game. I'm no, Seattle. No, that was Germany. Didn't better. Oh, okay. oh, Seattle. Oh, yeah, London. Tampa Bay was Germany. Um. I, so Minnesota, New Orleans, was Mi- London. Minnesota, New Orleans. So I might have been two and zero betting in European games. I'm not sure. I know I got Germany right. One and zero in London and in London. Go ahead. Next five and one betting games involving Nathaniel Hackett. You gotta love that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I told you guys we we lost our opportunity. Now he's gone forever. <laughs> but it was a wonderful. I mean, it was a wonderful moment in time. Next, uh, four, uh, yeah, four and zero betting on Tom Brady. Yeah, that's okay. That's noteworthy because he's in Got the another playoffs. one coming yep, up. Yep. Um, six zero and one beating on LA teams. Betting on betting on LA. betting on LA teams. Okay. Sorry. All right. No noteworthy. All right. Last one because I didn't realize how long we were going. Go ahead. Blind spots betting on AFC South teams two and twelve. A lot of that's the Jacks. A lot of that yep. involves the Jacks. All right. Go ahead. Betting against. Uh, 
betting against top against the spread teams. So the best teams against the spread this year were the Giants, the Bengals, and Detroit. So that means their record against the spread. Yeah. They had, go ahead. Sorry. You, yeah, no, I'm aware. I was I heard something about the uh, AFC South in my ear. That's oh, why okay. I, but yeah. Betting um, against uh, uh, against the best like teams Mike Tomlin. against the spread. Yeah, sure. I'm 0-10. Uh, but Mike Tomlin's more historic, not so much this year. All right, go uh, ahead. Uh, you, never, uh, you never took big spreads over 7, but or 7-2 when you did. See, I like that a lot because I think it's smart that I didn't regularly pick huge favorites. Right. But when I did pick a huge favorite, it was because I zeroed in on it and, and liked it a lot, like San Francisco last week. All right. right, and then lastly, no bets on Buffalo all season. All right, that is a blind Guy spot. Is a coward. That is a blind spot. That's not so much a coward as much as it is. I tend to root against Buffalo, and I put my rooting interest ahead of my monetary interest. I didn't want to be in a spot where I had to root for the Bills. So I do agree that is a blind spot. I don't think it's a cowardly to not bet on the Bills. I think it was purely that I knew. Yeah, I guess you do bet against the Bills. So I bet not... against the Bills a lot, which is right. and they're uh, you know, and they're they've been an excellent team this year. Okay, that's a great recap. It's a great job by our crew, and now we have good context for these picks. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give you the two Saturday games first. First game of the weekend. San Francisco is laying nine and a half against Seattle. San Francisco is going to win this game by at least 14 points. Likely by 17 points, I will lay the nine and a half. Now, it should be noted prior to this season, Pete Carroll was eight and two against Shanahan. There's a weird thing in the NFC West where Shanahan owns McVeigh, McVeigh owns Carroll, and Carroll owns Shanahan. That And then everybody owns the Cardinals. The Cardinals are just the odd man out there. But the Niners traditionally have beat up on the Rams since these coaches have all been together. The Rams have beat up on Seattle, and Seattle's beat up on San Francisco. This year, Seattle's 0-2 against San Francisco. That is an incredibly young defense in Seattle. San Francisco, while they have a young quarterback, they are so hard to defend because of how intricate and nuanced their run game is young defenders in particular are going to struggle against that Gino as much as I appreciate what he's done this year Gino didn't exactly finish the season with a flurry and Gino going against this San Francisco defense on the road I think is a recipe for disaster I think Seattle I mean if you've listened to Pete Carroll all week he just keeps calling the Niners juggernauts you know, unfortunately, we're playing them. They're so good. I know he's just saying that. He's saying something different to his team, but he also knows it's true. Seattle is in a spot where it's cool they made the playoffs. They probably would be going into the offseason with more momentum had Green Bay beaten Detroit because then it's like, hey, we won our last game. We finished 9-8. and eight. We And then you get to go on, on a high note. I think San Francisco absolutely rolls them. Also, I'm not sure I'm doing any teasers this weekend, but a seven-point San Francisco teaser, teasing them down to minus two and a half, so you get them through the seven and the three, 
feels like an absolute must. If you're going to tease this weekend, that is a must-include leg to San Francisco minus two and a half. So I like the Niners laying a big number. I never lay big numbers, but as you said earlier, what did you say? I'm seven and two when laying a big number, yep. and I'm twenty-seven and twelve in divisional games. This checks both those boxes. Go ahead. So first off, I got a little question. Uh, do you yeah. think? Um, do you think you know Smith's going to have above seventeen rushing yards since he's going to be running around a lot? Scared of San Francisco. Thought about adding that in one of my parlays last night. Over, over seven. Over or under. I wanted to take the under. That's a tough one. Oh, it's a weird one. I got to tell you, you've never, I, I, I don't have a strong feel on it. Gino's not all that fast. Right. Um, I would err to the side of the over there, but I would, I, I, I've given you terrible parlay advice this year. You've also never dealt with, and this won't apply here because Seattle's not going to win. The single worst part. Anytime you're doing a quarterback rushing prop, you need to, it is scary to do on a team you think is going to win because the kneel downs at the end of the game count as negative rushing yards. <laughs> and famously, in the Super Bowl... But Gino the, wouldn't be kneeling. Well, correct, because they're not going to win. But that's what I'm saying. Famously, in the Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl, Mahomes hit his rushing over by seven yards. And then at the end of the game, took three knees, but they weren't regular knees because they needed to also burn like seven seconds. So he backed up three steps on each one and lost three yards, three yards, three yards, (laughs) and went from over by seven to under by two in the Super Bowl. where That's a huge prop bet, and his ended up going under. So that... The good thing on quarterback passing yards Gino also averages five and a half yards. Um, oh, oh, they're really? about oh, that. Yeah. That's about right. Uh, the uh, the good thing about quarterback prop passing props is, uh, it's very very hard to get negative passing yards. You can you throw a screen pass and you get right. tackled for a loss, but you're not going to go kind negative probably, huge. Right, probably most of your netting is like 15 yards throughout a game. Backwards. If that, right. if, if that. And you can't uh, the in college football sacks count against your passing yards, at least for team passing yards. So like, so I don't know if they do for individual players, but if you get sacked for ten yards, it counts as negative ten passing yards. Uh, That doesn't happen in the NFL. All right, uh, go ahead. San Francisco is on a ten game winning streak right now, Mm -hmm. and teams on a 10 game 10 game win streak are 2 and 13 against the spread in their first playoff game. Yeah, I get that. That that usually means those teams are overvalued because of the Brock Purdy factor. I think the Niners are still undervalued. I think the people are still treating it like, "Ah, it's a rookie quarterback in his first playoff game." But that team is quarterback independent. So I'm not worried about that. All right, next game. Guys, the Jags in a playoff game at home, and I'm getting points. What the f- do you think I'm going to do here? Go Jags. Eight. How dare you? Against the spread. <laughs> Jags plus two and a half against the Chargers. Mike Williams 
banged up for the Chargers because Staley's a dope and played him in that whole game until he had to be carted off the field as back injury. He didn't practice Wednesday. We'll see if he practices Thursday. We're recording this before that's released on the West Coast. They're at home. Trevor, how about this for a fact? This is unbelievable. You know how I always bring up Trevor's high school and college career? Yeah. All right. Demonze, NFL games are on Sunday. When are college football games typically? What day of the week? Saturday. Saturday. Trevor played three years of college football. And in high school playoff games are often on Saturday. The regular season games in high school are on Friday. Um, You're going to say that he's used to playing on Saturdays? Oh, I'm going to say he's never lost on Saturday in his football career. High school, college, pro. Look it up, America. Trevor Lawrence undefeated on Saturdays. That's impressive. For a guy who played three years of big-time college football, he went 48-2 and in, or 38-2 and or something in college. He only lost twice. And those two losses were in a playoff scenario where they were not being played on Saturday. Also, going back to college, Trevor Lawrence, the year they won the national championship, had one bad game when he was a starter. That was the ACC championship game to get into the playoff. Hmm. Then in the playoff, he was excellent. Jags-Titans was not the ACC championship game. It was the de facto AFC South championship game. He didn't play that great. But now he's into the playoffs. He's going to be awesome. Staley's going to make some head-scratching mistakes. The Jags getting points. They're going to win outright. They're at home. Book it. What's the problem? All right. So the problem is, I mean, you're obviously one in seven betting with the Jags, but okay. clearly you don't care about that. Mm-hmm. When the Jags allow more than 14 points, though, Trevor Lawrence is six and 22, but I'm assuming since it's Saturday, this doesn't really matter. Well, no, it's not because it's Saturday. It's um, his thing. How could he be six and 22 when this is his rookie year and they don't play <laughs> 28 games? Uh, so I'm not, I'm not factoring in anything that happened last year. I will tell you something that happened this year. The Jags played the Chargers, and the Jags won 38-10. to 38-10. to 10. The Jags are winning outright. Trevor is coming to Arrowhead. with the, It's going to be Mahomes, Trevor, with a trip to the AFC Championship game on the line. Book it. That is happening. Unless, of course, either the Bills or the Bengals get upset, then he won't get to come to Arrowhead because they reseed. So I'm not worried. How are you feeling if Trevor Lawrence goes and beats the Chiefs? It's literally the only scenario where Where the Chiefs win, I'm fine. What people on television, fans are going to mock me because the guy that I am the biggest national advocate of beat my team? No. It's the only scenario where the Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl where I still win. So (laughs) I'm fine with it. We got four more games to pick. We're going to take a quick break. Come right back. What's right? Wild Card Weekend Gambling Show. Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef crafted, never frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. 
variety. They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals, Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook or clean up make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine what are you waiting for head to factormeals.com slash nick right 50 and use code nick right 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that's code nick right 50 at factormeals.com slash nick right 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active all right welcome back in episode 117 our wild card weekend gambling show we already gave you Jacks plus two and a half and the Niners minus nine and a half. All right. We have two Sunday games that we don't, as we record this Thursday morning, definitively know who the quarterback is. Okay. I obviously don't love that, but we're going to keep doing these picks uh, as scheduled and we'll deal with it. The first one is Miami at Buffalo. Miami is getting 13 and a half points. I believe Teddy Bridgewater is going to play. If Skylar Thompson plays, I'm bleeped. Okay? I'm just going to flatly say it. If Teddy plays, this line will go back closer to 11. Miami has played Buffalo incredibly close both times all year. It's the third matchup. Miami has shown that they can deal with the cold as they did when they almost Miami was up 29-21 in that game a few weeks ago. Furthermore, I think it's now okay to say this. I I hope it doesn't come across as too as insensitive. Now that we know DeMar is healthy, I think he'll probably be at this game. We can talk about I I think the actual impact of not having DeMar Hamlin the football player for a game like this. So DeMar was their backup safety, stepped in valiantly for their all-pro safety. Now they're on their third-string safety against Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. Furthermore, if a team can ever look somewhat unimpressive scoring 35 against the Patriots, I feel like that was Buffalo this weekend in the, in this one regard, DeMazze. They had two kick return touchdowns. There are only five in the league all year. They had two. So that's not happening again. It was a beautiful human and football moment. I don't think that's happening again. Mac Jones looked like a real quarterback against this Buffalo defense. Teddy is better than Mac Jones. Now, he also threw three picks. I am not picking Miami to win the football game, obviously. However, 13 and a half points for a divisional rematch when Miami won one and had a fourth quarter lead in the second is way too many points. I am taking Miami plus 13 and a half. So this bet actually hits two of your blind spots. Uh, first of all, betting uh, Buffalo and betting on a big favorite. Okay, but also 
hits two of my str- strongest points. Road dogs, I'm 25 and 14. Divisional games, I'm 27 and 12. There's a road dog in a divisional rematch. I just think 13 and a half is too many points. I Again, if Skylar Thompson is playing, this thing probably is 14 and a half, and I, and I lose value on a point. I think Teddy's going to play. I think Miami is going to, at the very least, be a, in it for a backdoor cover. They could be down 20 in the fourth quarter, and I could still be alive. I'll take the plus 13 and a half. Double-digit underdogs are 3-11 and 11 against the spread in playoffs since 2011. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm taking Miami plus 13 and a half. You're not talking me out of it. Minnesota minus three against the Giants. I think people have gone a touch too far on the Vikings in the negative way. Okay. So you have won the talk. What do you mean? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, I feel like you've never been very high on the I'm Vikings. I'm not. I'm not high on the Vikings. Entire season, even when they were really rolling. I, yeah, agreed. And I think because I have such a valuable, trusted voice in the marketplace that my Vikings pessimism has infiltrated the marketplace, and now they're slightly undervalued. I think Minnesota, in this spot, should be a four-point favorite. They're a three-point favorite. They're at home. Uh, They objectively have the better quarterback. They objectively have the scariest player in the game in Justin Jefferson. And their biggest weakness is their pass defense. And the Giants don't like to pass the football. Do I think Daniel Jones is going on the road and getting a playoff win? I don't. Do I think the Vikings are a contender? No. Do I think? that they should be a four-point favorite at least? I do. Minnesota minus three, possibly a push, but the line is where it is, is our pick. What's up? A little bit of a change of of heart. Why? You took this exact same matchup earlier at plus four on the Giants. When they played earlier? Yeah. Yeah. And you say that they have, like, the better quarterback and everything. Okay. I took the Giants plus four. Minnesota won by three. That's a big point, isn't it? I took the Giants getting four. The Vikings won on a 61-yard field goal at the gun. Cash my bet. Had I done, if that spot was minus or plus three, that would have just been a push. That's a big point. Okay. It's a big point. QBs making their first NFL playoff start have gone 17-36-1 against the spread. Yeah, and listen, I'm obviously on Brock Purdy making his first playoff start, uh, but I'm against Daniel Jones making his. Okay. This game is, I I almost shouldn't pick this game because it's Baltimore plus eight and a half at Cincinnati. If, if Lamar plays, it'll be plus four. If Snoop Huntley plays, it'll be plus seven. If Anthony Brown plays, who played this team last week, it'll probably move to 10. I am, I believe that there is an outside chance Lamar plays, and if not, Snoop Huntley's going to play. Go ahead. I just kind of this is going to be kind of this. I just thought about this guy. Like, what if that guy watches the podcast 
Which guy, Anthony like, Brown? Yeah, and I just fried him. Like, Anthony Brown, listen, I enjoyed watching you at Oregon. He didn't expect to be starting a playoff game either. <laughs> he knows it's true. And if you are watching the podcast, Anthony, get in the playbook, buddy. We, we, we got you plus Steve. eight and a half. Here's the thing. So, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow has struggled against one defense this year more than any other, the Ravens. He threw for 215 yards, then 217 yards. He has one touchdown. He has one turnover in their two matchups. Baltimore won the first one. Cincinnati won the second one this past weekend in a game. They should have been able to blow him out. They didn't quite. They blew him out early, and then Baltimore kind of clawed back. Additionally, Lyle Collins, the Bengals' right tackle, is out. And Alex Kappa, their right guard, is probably out. That Baltimore defense has been sensational. Absolutely sensational, particularly since getting Roquan Smith. So even if the quarterback is as big of a discrepancy as you're ever going to get in the postseason, other than uh, Mahomes versus the decaying Ben Roethlisberger in the first round last year, Burrow versus Huntley or Burrow versus DeMonte's buddy Anthony Brown, uh, Baltimore's going to run the ball, play great defense. That is too many points for a divisional rematch with an excellent coach and an excellent defense. I'll take the plus eight and a half. Even not knowing who the quarterback is. I Well, I got to, you say that, but no matter what side I pick, I got to, I don't know who the quarterback is. Yeah, obviously, I would maybe wait. Oh, I, one of my, one of the guys at my poker game got so mad at me. So I was playing, I played poker twice this week, Monday and Wednesday. So Monday, I got there and this guy was like, hey, I want to put a huge bet in on the Bengals. Should I wait or do it now? They were six and a half. And I was like, I think Lamar's going to play. And the line moves to four. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I think he is. And he's like, okay, I'm going to wait. I think this guy's going to bet like $20,000 on the game. And then I got there yesterday and then the line of eight and a half. And he was heated. He was big mad. He's like, what the F, man? I'm like, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, sorry you can cash this. out on those. It's not the same game parlay. No, he waited to bet. He wanted to bet Cincinnati. And he he could have got him at minus six and a half. And on my advice, waited. Wait, and now they're about my- this last game? Are you talking no, about this no, no, no. The game coming up. Listen. He wanted to bet on this weekend's game on Cincinnati. Cincinnati was a six and a half point favorite. So he would only have to lay six and a half. I told him to wait. They're now an eight eight and a half half. point favorite. So he has to lay eight and a half. So he's upset with me. All right. Lastly. I mean, we've been, we've been, you know, throttling towards this point all year. Tom Brady getting the best draw possible. And all of a sudden showing up in the conference championship game. Tampa Bay plus two and a half against Dallas. I think they went out right. I did get this at plus three early in the week. And I got this on the money line early in the week. The Cowboys are coming off their worst game of the year. Tampa Bay, Brady said it, is the healthiest they've been all year. They might have Ryan Jensen back, their Pro Bowl center, who's been out all year. The secondary's healthier. They're at home. They, they, this is a game that the Tom Brady flatly wins and we start having a real conversation about Dak Prescott and about Mike McCarthy. The Bucs can't run the ball. I don't think they'll need to. The Brady and Evans combo will work. 
And also, I pointed this out on TV after Jason Garrett said on Sunday Night Football, the Cowboys on turf, on grass splits are unbelievable. On turf, they are 11-1, and scoring 27 a game and allowing 18 a game. On grass, they are 1-4, scoring 20 a game and allowing 28 a game. So the offense gets worse by a touchdown. The defense gets worse by 10 points when you go from turf to grass. Tampa Bay is grass. And by the way, the Cowboys' one loss on turf all year was against Tampa Bay week one, 19-3. Tampa wins. Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat for Sean Payton. There's real questions about is Dak Prescott just Kirk Cousins with better uh, with mattress commercials. I like Tampa here. All right, so obviously you're 4-0 betting with Tom Brady, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm messing with it. I'm yeah. going to say something else. Brady has failed to cover as a home dog only twice in his career against Peyton Manning in 2005 and Joe Burrow this season. All right, I think that last stat is a little misleading because I bet Tom Brady hasn't been a home dog more than seven or eight times over the last 15 years because yeah. Brady teams at home would not be underdogs very often. I love Tampa here. We talked a lot about this game in the Thursday live show, and we've talked a lot about it on TV, so I don't need to get into it further, but Tampa plus two and a half is our pick. We've got uh, some, we might have some exotics. We definitely have an offer. We'll do all that as we wrap the gambling show next. What's right? What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. All right, welcome back in. Final segment, Wild Card Weekend Gambling Show. Quick recap of our six picks. San Francisco laying nine and a half. The Jags getting two and a half. Miami getting 13 and a half. Minnesota laying three. Baltimore plus six and a half. And Tampa plus two and a half. Baltimore plus eight and a half. I don't know what I said. Sorry about that. We have a... We we don't have a lock this week because we're not doing locks anymore. I've decided we're done with locks. We all our picks. We love them equally. We're not doing locks. We do, however, have a couple exotics for you. So 
you, you guys, Demonze, you guys have a teaser that I think you want to suggest to me. Yeah. But that's go ahead. The seven point tease of uh, the Bengals, Bills, Bucks, and Niners. Okay, so teasing the Bengals, that would be teasing the Bengals to a point and a half, teasing the Bills down to six and a half, teasing the Bucks up to nine and a half, and teasing the Niners down to two and a half. That's not a terrible teaser. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. There's actually you going across key numbers, but it's a four team teaser. I'm gonna stay away from that one. I'm not. You're not? No. You're in on it. Yeah. That makes me a little nervous for you, buddy. It also means we're going to be have conflicting rooting interests on some of this stuff, which I never enjoy watching. You know, it, let don't put it in just yet. Okay, let's discuss. Just don't put it in just yet. Here's the teaser I'm going to make. A two-team, seven-point Saturday teaser. We are teasing the Niners down. Two, two and a half from nine and a half. And we are teasing the Jags up from two and a half to nine and a half. So the key numbers of three, four, six, seven, eight, all of it, we are coming through them in both directions. The Niners have to win by a field goal. The Jags just either have to win or lose by less than 10. That's the teaser we're doing. Also, full transparency. I did not get good line value on any of this. However, and you know how I know I didn't get good line value. Right now, my cash out option is for half of my original stake, which kind (laughs) of sucks considering the fact none of these games have kicked off. But that always happens. So I I get bad line value all the time. Man, it's the worst. So I Monday morning put this bet in of my six picks this weekend. The Niners minus 10, so I lost a half point of line value. The Dolphins plus 11, so I lost two and a half points of line value. The Jags on the money line, Tampa on the money line, Baltimore plus six and a half, I lost two key points of line value, and the Vikings minus three. That is 63 to one. So the, the Jags to win, the Bucks to win, the Dolphins and Ravens, Vikings and Niners to all cover. That's my parlay I have actually placed. What's the offer from you guys before we wrap it up? Okay, this week's offer is the Jags money line at plus one fourteen. Wait, yeah. yeah, plus one fourteen. Trevor over two hundred and forty eight passing yards. San Francisco minus sixteen and a half. Uh, is as that plus one ninety six. All yep. of this combined for. Uh, plus what do you call that? 11, 11 to one. No, eleven be, to one. Sorry. It, it, yeah, it'd be eleven to one. Right. Plus eleven ten. Two hundred forty-eight point five to be exact. So two hundred forty-nine passing yards. Demaze, I'm taking that offer. The Niners are going to blow out the Seahawks. The Jags are obviously going to win. I'm a little nervous on the Trevor over. Because this might be a big Travis Etienne game, but Trevor in his first playoff game is going to play well, especially after being shaky against the Titans. 11 to 1, we accept that offer. What's up? I got to admit, man, I'm going to take this offer. I've never even taken the offer, and I'm the one always giving it out. I've never taken it once. And it like, it's it, hit it, a few it, times. Yes, it it's has. hit a few times. Our offers have been good. <laughs> we haven't really, 
done a lot with it, talked about it much because we're a serious operation and these are all wacky 12 to 1, 20 to 1 long shots. But yeah, playoff weekend, we're in on it. All right. We will see you guys on Monday. Demonte, real quick. Do you smell that? Smell 0 and 18. Do you know do you do you do you know what that smells like? It smells like what? Uh six and oh? Smells like six and oh. <laughs> smells like six and oh. And we'll be more than halfway or ha- almost halfway well, to our thirteen and oh dream. Yeah, so at least if you do if you don't end up going six and oh, you'll be oh and one for times that you said smells like six and oh. It's it's different. Why? Usually it's five and oh. Now it's it's six and oh. Smells like six and oh. We'll see you guys Monday. What's right? 